Previously on Not Another Nat One. Well, welcome, strangers. Are you the professor we're waiting on? I, I'm. I'm flabbergasted at this. You knew me. Somehow you know me. I somehow you do. This is incredible. I'm famous. Hi, uh, Professor. I can I can clear this up. My name is Click, and we would like to sponsor your expedition. We might do great things tomorrow. Click uh, grabs the shot and kind of stands on the bench. He puts his hand up. Oh uh, well, here's to uh, a blossoming friendship. I was just thinking about Click. Watch your back with him. Uh, but yeah, uh, so you guys are headed out of the city. Uh, you got a, it looks like it's going to be about a two-day journey to where you're going. Um, so you guys got a long way to trek. Click, you you, you hear something barely in the range. First, it doesn't, like, you kind of can be like, it's the wind. Then it keeps going. You recognize that there is a sound of a horn being blown, but from somewhere far away towards the city. Do you hear that? that horn? that's going off right now but we don't know where the attack's coming from it might be the other side of the city we can just slip through the gate and get join the wall defense it might be where we're fighting our way through to the gate in that case say your prayers boys get right with whatever god you worship everybody and welcome to not another nat one we're an actual play DD podcast where we roll some dice and you telling me that shrimp fried that rice that's <laughs> 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 one we will never top it i can't express how much i hated that that was incredible <laughs> Y'all seen the pictures? Like they they Photoshop a big old shrimp <laughs> cooking <Yeah>. fried rice. <laughs> that stuff's so funny. Yeah, uh, I'm your boy Alex Smith. I'm playing uh, Doctor Sidus Sercator, uh, the socially awkward, uh, vertically stunted, and completely out of his element out here in the mist halfling wizard. And I am Chase Ezel. I'm not your boy. I'm your youth pastor, and we haven't seen you around in a while. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh no. There's so many stories. We could attach so many things. You can't open with something like that, bro. I am unwell. Oh, try and salvage this in some way, bro. Oh, let me catch my fucking breath oh for a second. God. <laughs> but I am playing Barry, the straight shooting, rooting, tooting, Drake Warden, Dragonborn Ranger, uh, who was in his element out in the mist, but is like shitting his pants over what might be back in Vestelm <laughs> with this horn. Oh, goodness. Uh, my name is Andrew. I am playing Carla Connus. Uh, the bugbear barbarian. Uh, and much like my 15-year-old self uh, in this game, uh, I, 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 this is so very unimportant. 
but I shaved today and missed one long ass hair on my chin, and it's been bothering me all day. That's uh, the worst. <laughs> that's, not, that's my announcement for this episode. Ugh. We're still broken up over the <laughs> thing. <you think. laughs> Are we going to be able to come back from that? <laughs> Sam, please save us. Reel it back in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, man. Uh, my name is Sam. Uh, I am the official voice actor for Clickbait. <laughs> the official. Verdan Warlock. Um, Click is tired of shit and ready to hopefully... Get back to the wall safely. He's, he's enjoying that piggyback ride? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot the badass spy Verdan is now riding the Dragonborn all the way back to the city. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Won't lie. Honestly. Yeah, 10 out I, of 10 would recommend. I love, I love being carried. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am your DM, Keith. And we are ready to get back into this episode. Keith, please stop staring deeply into my eyes while you say this. <laughs> I take turns staring into all of my players' eyes. It helps me get over my anxiety. <laughs> I find it very relaxing. Yeah, on the receiving end, it changes you. <laughs> Were y'all ready to play some D&D? No, I want to stare into Keith's eyes. We can do both. <laughs> <laughs> We go back to the night before. Click, you're leaving the dragon's breath, leaving Sidus and Carl behind, kind of shaking your responsibilities for the evening as there's not a place for you to sleep. Uh, you see Barry on the way out. All right, good night, Click. I'll see you in the morning. All right, Barry. See you tomorrow. Uh, and you go back to report to headquarters as, you know, this is kind of what you do uh, before you to go back to your uh, dwelling place. It doesn't take you long to get there. It's, uh, you know, the right back alleys to go and how to walk unnoticed. And you arrive back at the library that serves as kind of the false front of the Libra operation. Yeah, I uh, walk in, same thing, go up to the second floor, uh, pull out the, the the right book and get sitting on the elevator. And I guess I go to the first floor. Awesome. Yep. After hours. Uh, the only weird thing is that you don't see the receptionist who usually is there even... You, they usually have a 24-hour watch, which is kind of strange, but you know the uh, correct way to open the door without a key, and you rock it down into the uh, lower level of the Libra office. Uh, inside, it is... It was bustling before. Now it is a madhouse. There are... It seems like every Libran operative is up and at him and moving. You see uh, equipment being dealt out, um, weapons, armor, uh, a bunch of scribes, papers, uh, just a cacophony of movement, noise, and uh, energy being passed around here. Um, I want to try to like flag down the closest person and say uh hey what 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 the hell's going on here you see uh emery is kind of out here um you guys you on the same eye level pretty much uh being dwarves and goblins mm -hmm. uh, and he's like uh, something's going down sometime soon we don't know well uh do you know where director ophir is 
she is, uh, she should, should still be in her office. Uh, I don't know if she's with anyone, but, uh, uh, I think she's kind of just taking all the information that she can get. So you probably can just go back. Okay. Yeah. Then I want to try to make my way to the director's office. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the door's closed. Benny is not there. Um, so you can just kind of walk in if you want to. Uh, yeah, I assume is the door unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do the thing where like, I want to begin to open it and then like knock on my way in. <laughs> okay. Uh, you kind of do that. You like hear some murmuring uh, and then silence and uh, five heads kind of turn back to you as you step inside Ophir's office. Um, and inside you see uh, kind of the Lyprian dream team. Uh, these are the people who have like the highest authority. These are like the uh, elite operatives of uh, Libra. Um, which you know them that's uh, uh, there's uh, Lunir uh, Swift Song uh, who's just like a half elf bard you see Barehand Bruce which is just like this burly uh, no weapons guy uh, you see Anizani who is just like this very uh, lithe uh, dressed in exotic clothing uh, dangerous wizard and Leaning against the corner, you see a large half-orc man uh, who just only goes by Hank. And then Ophir's kind of in front of them, giving them information, but she seems to have stopped to kind of wave you in. Uh, hey, everyone. I, I apologize for interrupting. Uh, director, I wanted to talk to you about the the professor. It's like, yes, I've... Uh, uh, what, what, what do you have? Uh, uh, you can... You can talk, but we're we're done for now. If you guys would just wait for a second, it's like, uh, yeah. Then I just go into kind of what what I saw throughout the day. Um, I talked with her about uh, pretty much pretty much everything. Like I wanted to say that like there's no way we need to be surveilling this guy. Like this professor clearly has no idea what he's doing here. Uh, she like just puts her head in her hands and is just like, oh, I'm going to kill him. Uh, that's, uh, so our information's not strong in Le- Alina sometimes. Uh, thank you. Uh, but you, you do have an expedition outside of the city tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. He wanted to go to some sort of ancient site. He said, I'm not, I don't know. I. It was really boring. Uh, there, uh, I want. We want you to continue this expedition. We don't care what he's looking for, but keep an eye out for anything suspicious. We have information that major pieces are moving, and it would be actually great to have someone on the outside. Is that is that why the whole? I mean, the whole building is looks like getting ready to go to war. Is that what this is all about? Um, kind of like as you're talking, uh, the half orc kind of comes off the wall and it's like, well, if. You guys are done talking. I'm. We have jobs to do. And uh, and Ophir kind of turns to him. It's like, uh, yes, be be safe. Uh, take every precaution. We don't know what you're up against. And uh, he nods, and kind of the rest of the group crew kind of mutter to each other and uh, head out of the room, leaving you and Ophir alone. She turns back to you and is like, Yes, we. Some of it I can't tell you, and some of it we don't know. But uh, some we don't. Something major is happening. We believe the mass faction is making a move, and we don't know what it's going to be. Um, 
but we're trying to prepare for everything. Okay. Is there anything specific I need to look out for? Like anything anything uglier than the normal Miss Beast? Uh, perhaps if they have like human operatives out in the mists, but I honestly don't know. Just if you see anything that we need to know, come right back and tell us. It could be important. Okay. And so I, yeah, I turn around and say, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you updated. Now, back in the mist, you guys have been stomping over snow dunes. Are they called snow dunes? Snow drifts? Drifts. <laughs> uh, little baby snow hills. Snow piles. I'm sticking with snow dunes. I feel like everyone <laughs> should know what that looks like. I hear you're snow dudes on some snow dunes. Like a sand dune, but snow. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you guys crest one of those fuckers and uh, <laughs> atop of it, you can't see well. This is, we're still in the mist. Uh, Barry, you do know that you're getting close to the wall. Like you can hear this warning horn uh, died out and now it's more like some of the signals that kind of tell the wall guard where to go. Um, so it's more less like uh, tornado siren, more uh, drummer boy, like getting formation. Um, but they're starting to come through really clear, so you're getting like very close. Uh, I want to look at the others and say, "All right, you guys, uh, this is what I do. So y'all hold tight for just a couple minutes. I want to just run ahead real quick, see if I can clear and get a view before I take three non-scouts out into whatever the fuck is beyond this." I will be right back. Sweet. Uh, so yeah, then just say, hey, Professor, click. Y'all stay next to him with that crystal. Um, if shit goes down, just run. Yeah, the entire time, Sidus has been on your shoulders, Carl, <laughs> uh, and he has found a way to kind of like rest his spell book on your head. Uh, and he is frantically. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he is frantically flipping through these pages to try and remind himself that combat spells actually exist because he has never personally cast them before. Hey, have y'all ever seen a seven foot coffee table before? <laughs> a seven foot curry furry coffee table with a big ass hammer. Carl loves this. He 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 feels like this is uh, he's experiencing his purpose for the first time. <laughs> As an object, are are you holding his his ankles while yeah, you run? Yeah, absolutely, yes. perfect. He just he doesn't. He's so happy to have someone who wants him to protect them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Keith, can we hear anything? Like, can we hear any sort of yeah, fighting? Yeah, give me, give me a perception check. Anyone who's listening. Oh, Barry is absolutely. Hey, now that's a nat one. Uh, oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not good. Well, I got a three plus five eight. Uh, it's it's uh, all right, does anyone else want to roll? I don't think Sidus is paying attention. He's reading his book. Oh, uh, I do get uh, my proficiency bonus doubled because it's in my favorite terrain. So does a ten help? I mean, it it does. That's a whole. It's a tier. I got eleven. Wow, you guys are no, uh, up the gas, boys. <laughs> oh, uh, it, it's 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 misted. It's hard to see. You guys have been like full ch- charging. Uh, back to the city so you kind of don't get uh, a good grasp of what's going on around you. Uh, there's You do hear all the trumpet sounds. Uh, in the distance, your 10s and 11s, you do hear other sounds. Like these are not 
you don't know what the sounds are on a 10 and an 11, but there's like something else out there. Okay. And I, I think that just all, having three inexperienced people with him and hearing these sounds is what pr- is prompting Barry to commit the cardinal sin of D&D of splitting the party on episode three. But to bring out one of the worst excuses in RPGs, that's what my character would do. <laughs> uh, he's I'll not like going to go far. Like The second he sees something, he's just going to take stock, turn back. So Okay, uh, give me a stealth check. Uh, I will say one of my features is it says when you're alone, you can move stealthily at normal pace. So does that translate to advantage? Uh, no, you just get to move quick. Okay, cool. So regular stealth check. That's going to be a 16. Uh, cool. You uh, leave the other group behind, kind of just you see, you guys see the back of Barry as he's uh, fades into the mist. And the closer you get to the wall, uh, give me another perception check. And I will say his, his bow is drawn, arrow knocked, he's prepared. Uh, that's another perception. Uh, that's going to be an 8 plus 5, 13. Okay. Uh, you're getting closer up. Uh, well, plus two, fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Yeah. That's that's. I forgot the double proficiency bonus. Yeah, on a fifteen, you're you're getting much closer. Like it's easier to uh, kind of perceive these things. You actually see uh, a small mist rat, like like running towards the city, and like almost comes on to your uh, protective shard, and then like hisses and backs away from it, and then you hear just like scampering feet as a bunch more just kind of like part around you uh, not wanting to enter your protection crystal but these you know uh, from your expeditions that these are not really dangerous enough to warrant like they won't come into the bubble for you Uh, but you haven't seen this many in a long time actually ever Uh, I was about to ask would this kind of trigger any memories from uh, Barry's old village yes actually that uh, this this is this level of like migration uh, is eerily similar to kind of what happened to your city. And Barry turns around and starts booking it back to the others. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you make it back. Uh, I just get within once I'm within like earshot. You, you go, come follow me. We're getting to the city right fucking now. Uh, we need as much protection as humanly possible, and just like grab the first person I come across by the arm and start pulling them towards the city. I imagine that's probably me. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Click doesn't fight. He's 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 like, all right. Let's go, Professor. Uh, yeah, I'm just yep, I I'm following you. Kind you're, of. I'm yeah, on top kinda, of you. Yeah, you're kinda riding me, but I, okay. I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. All right, fellas. Uh uh I have not seen anything like this since uh about the last 10 years, and the last time this happened, my village didn't exist. Um, we gotta get back behind those walls. Um, and Sidus looks up from his book. Um, what, what happened to your village, like, with these mist beasts? Like, was there something to cause them, if they're all migrating in one direction, there's something out there that's causing them to do that, correct? There's something out there, something big. Um, something that can r- pretty much ruin, destroy, damn near anything. How how big was the thing that? And I I I don't mean to. It was about the size of a small mountain. 
what the fuck? Yeah, and uh, he's saying this while like running towards like and just beckoning them on. Yeah, I would think that Sidus is like, what the fuck? (laughs) He's kind of like bouncing up and down. Yeah, for the audience, Alex just was bouncing up and down (laughs) in his chair, like flailing his arms. It's the happiest I've ever seen him. (laughs) Oh, but yes, you guys. Are charging forward. Are we trying to be stealthy? Or are we just trying to book it as quick as we can? What's uh, the... I'm not trying to be stealthy anymore. I'm trying to get us there quick. If right now all that there is are like the small mist beasts that won't try and do anything with the two crystals, uh, he doesn't care about stealth anymore. He's just get there, get behind the walls, figure out what's going on with the army and the wall guard. And Keith, I'm assuming our protection bubble is now back to its yes, normal once, size. Yeah, yeah original size. Kind of reconnected. Uh, Give me uh, an athletics check just to, um, there won't be a failure, but it'll be. Everybody? Uh, I guess the only two people who are running. <laughs> Unless, Click, are you are you running by yourself now? You probably would be. I mean, I can pick it back up if that's well, what you want. I was, I was kind of thinking like. <laughs> when I grab your arm and just you, sling you over my shoulder? No, I was actually thinking like you held on to my arm and like my legs are trying to keep up with <laughs> you, but like I'm too slow. And so you end up just like... I like that. You end up like, I, I don't know, you end up like holding me by my arm. It's like when you're carrying a grocery bag that's just a little bit too long and it hits the ground every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then just the uh, tall two. I got an 18. Uh, I got a 17. Awesome. Yeah, you guys are booking it across here. The wall is pretty far away. Uh, give me perception checks, everyone. 17, 15, 13, 14. <laughs> they were all. That's not, they're not bad rolls. Yeah, 17 is good. Uh, roll that. The mist does something that you guys haven't seen in a long time. It, it almost, it's like it parts slightly you guys can actually see a dis- some distance you can see from here uh, from where you are to where the wall is there is a horde of mist beasts uh, some are you can see clamoring up the wall um, over it uh, some you see which are smaller are just like piling up at the base of the wall just snarling and climbing on top of each other. Alright guys, this is gonna sound buck wild, but hear me out. If we get close enough to that wall, they can send down a rope and pull us up. But we are gonna have to get closer to this wall. So everybody stay low, stay quiet, stay with me, keep your head on the swivel, we will make it through this. Uh, hey Barry? Yeah, click. That's all the same to you. I'll have that picky, that piggy, that thing that I can't fucking say. <laughs> hey, I won't get a clean take on that one there, bud. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck's it called? Piggyback, piggyback, piggyback ride. ride. I pick up... Okay. Hey, Barry? Hey, Barry? Yes, click. Can you pick me up? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> do, does he do the, the thing that uh, your aunt did, Carl? Where he, <laughs> yeah, it's he, the exact same. he puts his hands all the way up in the air like a little kid. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> you went from I'm more dangerous than you. To, Can I get a ride? Please, sir. Could I have a ride? Sidus pats uh, Carl on the head and says, um, "You good with me here, still?" 
I forgot you were up there. Oh, that that's that's good. Good. Uh, I walk over to Click and just say, I got you, bud. And I want to pick him up and kind of sling him over next to Josh. He's just like on my shoulder, but <laughs> Josh is right in your face. <laughs> Very warm. And uh, yeah, he's being sweet to you. So we're just going to follow the, the past path through the mist? Yeah, we, that's the only chance we have. So onward we go. And I, with click on my back, start walking towards uh, as quiet as can be, uh, keeping the head on a swivel. Uh, yeah, so you guys start approaching the wall. Uh, you notice that where the mist is parted, uh, there actually aren't that many mist beasts in it. And from the like peripherals of your vision as you're looking out, uh, you can see that there are mist beasts right outside of it, but for some reason they seem to almost be avoiding um, the area that you're walking through as the where the mist has parted a bit. Still, are you guys trying to like sneak up or are you just like huffing it? If nobody's, uh, sneak, yeah, if nobody's looking at us yet, then it'd be yeah. sneaky. I, I say still sneak as long as we can. Uh, we yeah, just, we're you're, just talking in character voices full time. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Uh, you like you can't sneak perfectly, but uh, give me stealth rolls just to kind of see like how long you can avoid um, being seen. Each of us, yes, Ooh. including the one on my shoulders, <laughs> including the one on your shoulders. Say twenty-two for me. That is a five. Seventeen. Thirteen. Sorry, I, math is hard. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's fine. That's that's actually overall, it's a really good roll, uh, party roll. So you guys make it a good halfway there before uh, you guys look around and see just like some creepy heads turning and facing and as they like get a good look at you they start prowling towards you um, uh, not like charging just like prowling yeah, around they look like they're like taking stock of you and that they're probably going to charge any moment okay uh, before they do uh, Barry wants to alert the wall guard to our presence so He's going to pull out an arrow, light a little piece of cloth on the end of it, and shoot it up like a flare to let them know, hey, we're out here, we're coming closer. Yeah, kind of like you realize that your the stealth is over, like you've been spotted, so you want to be spotted by the right people yes. too. Uh, and you fire a flare up kind of as you uh, guys were, were in like a low crouch, just kind of trying to remain unnoticed but it's the all bets are off now and you guys just like stand upright and just bolt towards the wall a few seconds later you see that there is a, a return arrow fired uh, straight up in the air same kind of fire signal um, they saw your signal perfect uh, so yeah just at this point I look at the others alright the jig is up let's go and start just as fast as I can carrying a <laughs> click on my back uh, start running towards the wall. Uh, awesome. Uh, at, at this point, we're not going to do true initiative, but um, we're going to let the party have a turn and then your chasers have a turn. So, uh, as you guys stand upright and just run full tilt towards the wall, uh, you see that the Miss Beast nearby like truly take notice of you. Uh, you hear like barks and howls and awful noises and you see shapes running towards you. Um, so, uh, what do you guys do? Uh, we'll just go around the table. Just uh, What do you guys do to... Uh, try to deter them, protect yourselves, or, you, or are you just running? As as we're running, uh, and I'm on Carl's back or on his shoulders, I kind of turn around and I do cast Minor Illusion to kind of, once we are 
further ahead, the, the illusion will be outside of the bubble. And it's going to be the headmaster of the College of Vivier. That's what he gets for saying no. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, up ahead, you see that. Hopefully, uh, and a couple of the creatures that are chasing you like seem to like veer their heads at attention at that uh, illusion. Uh, Barry, what are you doing? Uh, I want to kind of spin and do a quick little crouch and use the dope-ass feature of the Crystalline Bow, which is the Crystalline Rain. Uh, so I just imagine at each morning when the bow grows the crystals, he makes like the one to three special arrows and just tucks them away. So he's going to pop one of those in, fire up, and try and aim for around where the uh, Spectral Headmaster is. So if they chase <laughs> after like him, they will get caught up in that slow down. Awesome. Yeah, you take your knee, fire your arrow like at nearly straight into the air but with a slight arch at like the peak of its trajectory uh, the arrowhead shatters into crystals raining onto the ground creating just like a caltrop effect around the professor um, which any creature that's going for him is going to get uh, slowed by that ability. You say a caltrop? A caltrop. What is that? Is it not? Is it? No, that, pretty that, sure it's called a caltrop. I know I've just never they're heard They're like the, little spike traps, aren't it's like they? like a ninja thing. Yeah, they're like little spike traps oh, that lay on the floor. Caltrop. C-A-L-T-R-O-P. You mean, you mean the ninja star? No, that's no, it. Sure. <laughs> it's more of like when... It's literally a D&D 5e item, which yeah. is why I said it. Yeah, I, show them the this, like, if, uh, I don't well, think you're I'm wrong. I've just never heard of it. For the listening audience, like, uh, if you watch like a car, like a cop chase, car chase show, oh, when they yeah. drop like the spikes yeah. on the road, it's like that. Oh, just call them spikes. Then. Yeah, for our, for our playing listeners, they're cheap, and you can buy a <laughs> bunch of them, uh, and your DMs will hate you. Super cool. <laughs> and for those just in the world, it's not that hard to put in a, a, some kind of trigger to drop open the bottom of a box on the back of your car, but don't do this because that's illegal. Why would you want them? In- oh, at the back of <laughs> For your the car. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Oh. <laughs> I, I, in my head, I was thinking you dropped them in the back seat of your car, and I was like, "Why would you want?" <laughs> no, that? like attached to your bumper. <laughs> so we're we're, we're like, currently we're- playing a game of Mario Kart, right? And we're just <laughs> dropping a whole bunch of bananas, a whole bunch of bananas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but spiky bananas that can do like a very little bit of damage. <laughs> All right, call culture up, Jesus. <laughs> that's All right, but Carl. Uh, uh, what kind what of uh, shenanigans do you have? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold mine for I'm not looking to uh, take the offensive here. I'm just trying to protect my party to get to that wall. So I'm gonna ready in action for anything that attacks us. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you're trying to protect the party, uh, give me an intimidation check, Ooh. and you can uh, basically like try to draw the aggression either towards you or just away from everyone entirely. That is gonna be a twelve. Uh, yeah. Uh, you uh, twelve is not bad. Uh, that's uh, you like bare your chest your fur is bristling uh the uh you see a lot of the miss beast heads like turn towards you as like you're probably the primary threat okay all right do i still get to ready the action or was that my turn uh that's your turn okay um that brings us to click uh so click wants to like pat uh barry on the back and say uh you're doing a great job big guy and i want to cast guidance on Barry. Uh, awesome. Um, I have that guided. effect. So what was that? Uh, like 1D something? Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, once before the spell ends, the target can roll a D4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Uh, nice. You can roll before or after making the ability check. 
Cool, cool, cool. Uh, sweet. So with all of your kind of like plans going into effect, uh, still doesn't matter how many uh, illusions and traps you place. Uh, there's a lot of mist beasts. And as you guys enter the wall, some of the ones that were actually attempting to climb the wall turn around to face you. Uh, Carl, we're going to say that you got in front of Barry to like try to draw some of the heat. The creatures that you see that turns around is just this large, uh, bigger than a dog, um, bigger than a standard wolf, uh, five-legged wolf misbeast uh, turned to face you. Uh, it has an extra clawed leg on its front right side uh, that just is menacing looking, um, full of sharp claws, and a group of them is running directly at you. Okay. Um, I was born for this. They're going to take some swings at Carl as you've kind of like mm-hmm. made yourself the threat. <sighs> Okay, that's something. Uh, can, can, we, can we say that at the end of my last turn, I went into a rage? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. for sure. That was an assumption on my end. Uh, yeah, so you're in full rage mode. These things run at you. Uh, one of them, you just like step out of the way, just paw him uh, to the side. Uh, another one uh, tries to bite your wrist, but you just like sling him off. Uh, the last one uh, does manage to come at you from a different angle and try to bite you in the side. <laughs> Uh, and it deals uh, three damage to you, uh, half half to one. Perfect. So it it thinks it has like a good grip on you, and it just like releases and like it chipped its tooth, and you just like have like a tiny little puncture mark in your chest. Damn it, mom made this for me. <laughs> oh, the poor little puppy. And the uh, entire time that I'm on, I'm on your shoulders the entire time this is happening. So Cyrus is just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just hope that Carl doesn't have a wet spot on his back afterwards. <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> oh, man. Stop it. Uh, but that's a lot better than what would have been coming after you if you hadn't done all of your maneuvers. Uh, Barry, you see, uh, you hear from the top of the wall just like a twang and a familiar arrow lands uh, like directly in front of you where you can see it. Uh, it looks like this is Astrid's arrow and there is a rope attached to it. Alright boys, this is our ride. And that kind of motion for Carl to grab on first and ride up, uh, get up higher up the wall first and then I grab on too, give the rope a tug and say, alright y'all, hold on tight. Uh, awesome. Let's. Uh, you're you're not quite at the wall yet. You're about thirty feet away, so you're still gonna have to like run up to it and then repel. Um, is there anything? Uh, we'll say that. Uh, are click? Are you still riding with Carl? Barry? Barry, Barry? Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on his back. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll say that uh, the two passengers. You guys have like another <laughs> option to like do some distracting before uh, you guys try to climb this wall. Uh, so, the doctor is going to take out a piece of paper from his backpack and crumple it up and cast light on it as a cantrip and toss it behind us as we are running forward, just trying to see if that would distract them, this bright light just on the ground. Uh, let's see how smart they are. They're feeling really smart. Dang. Um You see, like, some of them turn to look at it. Uh, but they seem to be more interested in the warm bodies in front mm, of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Click wants to 
Alex, I was really hoping that would work because it would pair Me nicely too. <laughs> with what I was going to do. Uh, I was going to cast Eldritch Blast into the ones that got distracted by the light. <laughs> but since I didn't, I will just cast it at the um, the closest monster that's behind us. Uh, Yeah, give me an attack roll. Oh. <laughs> it's a nine one. I saw it happen. Oh, no. I saw it happen. Uh, just <sighs> from like, uh, d- d- tell me how this happened. You're riding on top of a giant <laughs> dragonborn and it, and it goes wrong. I think Click just gets, he's not used to um, he's not used to having to like move and aim at the same time. Usually if he fires a spell, it's like he's pretty stationary. So he just didn't account for being on a giant dragonborn. And I think he just fires it like straight into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very from directly behind you, just see like chunks of snow and dirt just fly over you as uh, Click fires an Eldritch Blast into the earth. Hey, Click, everything okay back there? Ah, uh, it was a misfire. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, but that was... Uh, you guys do manage to... You're just bullying through this group of misbees, and you did not do a good job distracting yeah, we, them this turn. Yeah, <laughs> that, no, that no, round, we, uh, we failed. So, uh, they're gonna get some swipes taken on you. Um, let's see. Is all I can do move in this one, or can yes. I, can I you, have you ready and, to attack? For, you and Barry one? are just okay. Focused. You have the. You literally are holding onto the rope, so you okay. kind of can't do anything but that. Okay. Um, that one's going for Sidus. <laughs> uh, uh, that's going to be uh, six piercing oh. damage. Oh. What oh, animal no. is this that can get to him on my seven foot shoulders? Uh, from behind you, you just, this giant mist wolf just leaps onto, uh, basically onto your back, Carl, where Sidus is. And instead of biting you, he just bites uh, directly like on top of your shoulder. And if you weren't like death gripped onto bear, I well, mean, onto. I, I am riding on his shoulders. So. Oh, are you up like yeah, kid yeah, style? That's what I've been saying. Yeah. So, did I get pulled off? Can, uh, I, can I make a. Can I make some save to try to like catch him? Yeah, that's for sure. Well, this, I mean, if he's on his shoulders, he just gets bit in the ass. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> but do I get no. dragged oh, off? Yeah. Uh, give me. Uh, give me a strength saving throw, oh, Sidus. You can have advantage because Carl. Because Carl, fat roll, thighs, your, roll your own. Th- one. Yeah, no, don't, I would say don't even do it. I, it's me that's trying to catch you. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's the one. Oh, oh no! 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 no. <laughs> I get advantage on strength saves. Oh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> okay, that that is a sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, you. Oh, uh, this thing. I, my mistake. He does not bite your shoulder from he, on top of your thing. He literally just bites a big old <laughs> chunk out of your butt, and you feel like yourself being pulled off, and then just one hand, one burly hand from. Carl just like grabs you by like the scruff of your coat and just hold you there while this thing is like dangling from you. I'm I'm like backwards though. Like, am I like (laughs) backwards on his back? Like, my 
my thighs are on his shoulder, yeah. but my hands are like dangling <laughs> off. Yeah, it's not hey, good. I also, I also have a question. Like, is his ass still intact? Uh, it is, but it's uh, you do feel like this is this is for sure the like the worst injury that Sidus has ever had. This is the worst experience Sidus <laughs> has ever had. He's is, screaming. Is the yeah. animal still latched on, or did he uh, just bite? He he managed he managed to shake him off okay. after a certain point, but he gets he's on there for a good like three oh, five seconds. Oh no, he's just gonna have trouble sitting for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and, and while it's funny to be bit in the ass, it doesn't feel good. No, and you feel no, it like doesn't. you feel just like warm blood in the cold air, just running down your leg, filling your shoes. Uh, you are you are injured. This is not like a it's not a, a, a for fun thing. Uh, let's see, that was only one of the things. Oh, no. Let's hope that oh, that one sucks. <laughs> Click. Oh, that is. Five points of piercing damage. You're, mm. you're. I don't know why they're going for the, the tiny guys. The, the ride along. Well, it, it does this make is... sense because we were the ones that we we did cast stuff to try and yeah, distract them. This is heightest, is what this is. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wolves respect height. Um, but, uh, give me a strength saving throw. Oh, me? oh shit. Yeah, they're trying to like all things. Can Josh like try and bite onto a shirt and give him an advantage? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. It's what familiar is for. You have advantage. Absolutely. I have advantage. You say yes. Oh, that's you that's held back that from was, that Josh. Was a six. Is that what I think it is? That's a eighteen. Oh hell yes! Oh wow, that's actually Josh saving your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're like another one of these wolves, just grabs onto your shoulder and tries to haul you off of Barry and you like try to hold on but you slip out and you see that uh, Josh just like scampers quickly like lizard like around your shoulder Barry and you see uh, from right beside you click just sparks in the base of Josh's throat and then just like a fire plume just shoots out of his mouth and like burns this wolf's face and he likes whines and howls and jumps off. I was kind of hoping for a Josh B. Wolf tug of war with Flick as the rope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think no, he's that you. big enough. <laughs> I mean, you don't know my Drake. <laughs> but, uh, uh, there's still one more. Oh, gosh. Who? Uh, ooh. That is Barry. Just an even oh, no. split here. Uh, that's max damage. That is uh, mm. seven, eight, eight piercing damage. Cool, cool, cool. Mm. Uh, as this one like grabs onto your like thigh and digs in, you can feel like um, the blood once again running down your leg in the cold air. Um, but the rest of them, like this, is all of them attacking at once. As you guys are just trying to climb up this rope, get up to the wall. You now have boots on the wall. Uh, it's it's time. To, it's now or never. Uh, the rope's being pulled give you guys some advantage but you need to climb up this wall um looks like we only have two people who are actually climbing so can we get athletic checks or acrobatics checks from you guys hey chase don't forget about your d4 guidance so yeah i got a 24 all right uh i'm gonna go ahead and throw that on for good measure uh so that's what 12 plus 4 16 17 total yeah, you guys just adrenaline-filled clamor up this wall. Uh, you do have help as uh, whoever's on the top is also pulling, and you manage to just skirt up this thing. And once you get up there, you just collapse 
on the top of the wall. Like some of you are bleeding, all of you are exhausted. You, um, as the adrenaline's kind of wearing off, you do realize that you've made a double trot all the way out of the city, all the way back, um, full speed. Just for a moment, you like take some deep breaths uh, atop this wall and cry. And Sidus is, is for crying. sure crying. While, while Carl is super happy to be in safety and that was scary, Andrew is even more scared for a second there when with that not one before I realized I had advantage. I thought Alex was about to have to roll up a new character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sidus is like reaching towards his butt and he says, uh, um, Barry, can you, can you come here real quick? Uh, yeah, what you need. So, in your... Uh, oh, I got you, I got you. You, you gotta, need your you gotta, Yeah, you got a medicine kit, and I looked through it, and it's it's got some herbs that we can use. Can you... Yep, just you lay down, me? stay still. Hey, okay. click, can you apply pressure to that real quick? Uh, yeah, uh, I cast Mage Hand and, <laughs> and apply pressure. <laughs> I'm not touching it. Exactly guys. five pounds of pressure. Yep. yep. Uh, also, side note, I did have a backup plan if anybody fell off. So, it might not have been new character, but... Would have been more than an ass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I want to go into like my my med pack, uh, just my scout stuff, and uh, mix up a salve real quick and uh, help him out doing the medicine check or something. Uh, yeah, someone give me a medicine check. This is actually a good time to talk about uh, how I do health in this campaign and my other campaigns. Uh, it's Starfinder-esque, if you guys know that system, but... I do not. Uh how it works is you reserve half of your HP. So if you have 20 HP, um, 10 of it is basically equivalent to temporary HP. Uh, it's just like, I can't remember what they call it. Um, basically, it's grit, but the grit is technically a system in 5e. Um, <laughs> but uh, you basically will have 10 uh, grit and 10 HP, and that grit can be recovered on a 10-minute short rest. Um, but that 10 HP can only be recovered um, in chunks during long rests. Okay. So if you sustain heavy injury, it might take more than just a nap, an eight-hour nap to repair. Sweet. I don't I don't get to be shot in the head and then wake up fine the next day? Yeah, like in <laughs> that sense. If you go to one HP, it might take a week to like really fully recover. But your grit comes back in a 10-minute short rest. Uh, I do require that you guys have a med kit or something mm, okay. uh, just to like wrap up, and it's going to take... You can't, you can't Y'all just like wrap my leave up. an open wound and yeah, ten, have a nap for 10 minutes and it'd be fine? Yeah. Can I rub Did, some dirt in it? <laughs> I would prefer not. I would prefer not. Yeah, that's what Pa used to say. Yep. Um, but, well, my medicine check to heal his ass uh, was a substantial five. Five. What's uh, crazy is that I got a five on my medicine check to try and help him out. So I also got a five. <laughs> I just no rolled shit. for fun. Did you actually? <laughs> oh my. Uh, it's okay. It's still. Uh, uh, it's still going to work. The med kit just works. Uh, if you do roll super well, I'll let you recover more HP. Um, but if you guys want to during this time while you're catching your breath, we'll call it a ten, uh, the 10 minute short rest. You guys can use your hit die. Um, you want to for the day. Uh, kind of having a break from all of the stresses of getting up here. Uh, there, there's something off. Uh, can I get some perception checks? Yes. Yes, sir. I got an 18. I got a 13. Uh, that's 12. I can't roll double digits when I want to shoot somebody with Eldritch Blast 
but son of a bitch, I'll roll a nat 20 on a perception check. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yes. Well, everyone notices, click you notice first, but in this scamper up here, and now that you're on top and you can look out, the city is covered in mist. The crystal is no longer working, or you're not sure, but it's no longer being protected. And that's a click you can kind of infer that these monsters aren't running away from anything. They're running towards the city. All of its inhabitants kind of pinging off, uh, attracting all of these beasts. Click just looks up and, and guys, um, there's no crystal. Yeah, it's not supposed to do this, is it? No. Uh, Professor, have you ever heard or seen anything in books about crystals just disappearing? Um, can I do a history check? That's, uh, yeah. That's what, that's what happened to my city. Really? Yeah. That's a 24 on history. Um, there are, uh, tales of it. No, there are so rarely survivors to events like that, that it's kind of all hearsay. It's not like scientific material. Uh, you do know of the event that happened to Carl's village and how he is a survivor, but you know that there's no record of how, why it happened. So you assume that either they didn't interview Carl or Carl didn't see it, but there still is like, it's it can happen, but it's very uncommon, and no one knows why. You, Carl, you you told me the story of your village on the boat, and yeah. I I had read about that. I, and what happened? Because that might that might there are records of this happening, Barry, but th there are so few survivors, and I I hate to put that weight on us, but there's so few survivors that. There's, there's no telling. But what happened in your village? I I wish I knew more. It, it's it was. I woke up one day to chaos all around us, and it just. I managed to hide, and when I came out, it was it, the city was filled with mist. There were dead bodies everywhere, and I, I just waited until the I waited until the beasts were done. Was there any sign of the crystal? Like, was the crystal just dormant in your city when you emerged after that, or did you leave and never actually find out if the crystal was working? Was it stolen? Uh, that's something that's. Andrew doesn't know. <laughs> Do you have, what, what's the story there? What did I find? What did you find? Um, the crystal was missing in mm. your village. Like, maybe stolen, but usually crystals have... It's difficult to move a crystal of that size, but it wasn't there. You don't know what happened to it, but it's missing. It's... I, I don't I don't know. It when I went to where it should have been, it wasn't there. It it I I can't even imagine what kind of contraption you'd have to have to move a, a that boulder of a crystal. It, it it didn't make any sense. And also I was eleven. 
Yeah, and I mean, think about the crystallinolina, like how big that is. It pierces through the sky. Yeah, well, I mean, mine be, wasn't nearly that big. But yeah, yeah, but I, even if it was a fraction of that size, yeah. it would be so hard to move it. How, how big is the crystal here in Vesthelm? Is it something that could be moved? Well, it's enough to protect the whole city, so it cannot be easily moved. Uh, but, Keith, so, like, we know where the crystal should be. Is there, like, any signs of a sinkhole or drag marks or... Um, because of this now, the city is not covered in mist, you can't see. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so while Sidus uh, uh, and Carl are talking about the village, Barry is just... Now he's patched up his leg, he's going to get up and start frantically searching for Astrid, asking any scout, any person in the uh, in the vicinity, uh, where, where's my sister, where's Astrid? Uh, yeah, kind of like as you're getting up looking for uh, her, you see that she's like running down one of the uh, bastions on the wall to uh, come check on you. Um, as you're up and looking and talking to scouts, you do realize that there's an active battle going on, and it doesn't look like it's has slowed or will slow. Uh, there's barricades being set up. There's wall guard firing arrows, poking spears, throwing monsters off of the wall uh, the whole time. Um, in the camp, you see here, they have set up a protective bubble using all of the crystals that they could collect for scouting missions. Um, they've kind of lined them out in a way that gives them the most amount of space because when you combine crystals they kind of lose a little bit of their potency and some of the power goes you know more up and down rather than out so they've kind of cleverly designed this camp to house as much area as possible um, but uh, from one of the taller bastions where it looks like Astrid was she like runs down and uh, kind of is coming up towards you yeah I'm running towards her arms open and like embrace her as soon as possible and just hold her tight for a second and then kind of gather myself and hold her out uh, just my shoulders and just say, Astrid, what the hell is happening? Where's the crystal? Where's mom? Where's Finn? What, wh wh where's the fucking crystal? Are, are you okay? Is that what's happening? I'm not sure. They, uh, the crystal went down a while back, four or five hours. We've been here holding the best we can, but half the people are dead. All the, the Chanty Command is in shatters. I, I, I'm in charge right now. Uh, I, I, I got a message from Mama, and she said they're hiding out in the uh, Dragon's Breath, and I, I just want to go rescue her, but I have to, I, I can't abandon my men. Yeah, Asher, you stay here. You protect the wall. We will handle, we'll go down to the Dragon's Den, We the, the Dragon's Breath. We will go find Ma and Finn and the others pick up any stragglers. We're going to get them back to camp. But we, we got to figure out a way out. I don't think I don't think Vesthelm is is where we can stay. We have to try. I've, I sent, I've sent a, a scout party out to see if we can figure out what happened to the crystal. Uh, they haven't come back yet, but uh, if maybe we, they'll have some answers. If you could just go and make sure Ma's okay or just bring her back here. But... I, I, we really need answers. I don't know if there's any more of the, the wall guard left. I, we've been shooting flares, but no one's responded. I, we just need answers more than anything. I think at this point, I've walked up to see where he ran off to. Uh, has Have any of the, the beasts gotten, gotten over the wall? Oh, yes. We have to protect from the inside and the outside. There's 
they, they seem to have thinned because they've realized that where we are is a lot harder to get over than the other parts, but the city's crawling with them. And Sidus gets up, like he meets you guys up there too, and he holds out his little hand. He says, uh, hello, Astrid, we met last night. Um, did I hear you correctly that the crystal was taken? Like it's not here anymore? Uh, we don't know what happened to it. We're not sure if it's taken or broken or So y'all sabotaged. haven't actually laid eyes on it since it went dormant? No, I was on post here when it went down. We've been here ever since. I, like I said, if you didn't hear, we did send a scout party, but they haven't returned yet. Mm. Okay. Sounds okay. like we need to find that scout party. Yeah. If Click is distraught right now because mm. like he wants to go make sure his mom is okay but like he doesn't have a crystal and he knows he can't like he can't ask somebody to like go with him because he doesn't want to Sam doesn't want to split the party and also (laughs) Click doesn't want to like ask somebody to help him out Barry would actually probably uh, just play this out in character why not yeah Uh, so yeah Barry's gonna actually look at Click because he knows that Click's in the in the city, Barry helped get the Verdang group to the city. You go, hey, Click, uh, where, where are your folks at? Are they anywhere near the Dragon's Breath or along the way? There, uh, yeah, my mom's pretty close to that. Like, maybe six, seven blocks. Alright, well, okay. Here's the plan. What we need to do, first and foremost, get our people, get our folks. We're gonna go, we're gonna find them, we're gonna get them to the camp. And we got to find that scouting party, find out what the hell is happening and what we can do. Because right now, it doesn't look like we can stay, but there's nowhere for us to fucking go. Hey, Keith, do I recognize anybody over here from uh, my organization? Uh, give me give me a D100 roll. Ooh, percentile. Yeah. Percentile you want it dice. Real high. I got to use D&D Beyond for this. You said real high? Yeah. Like, how high are we talking? Like, impress me. Oh, I'm going to impress you, all right. Okay, it needs to be 69 or higher. 63, my guy. That ain't it. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love the confidence you delivered it with. <laughs> I mean, you might know some of the wall guard personally, or not personally, but know of them, but you, no one who works for Libra is currently here. Okay. Uh, geography class for the city of Vestel. Uh, so if the city's a circle and north, south, east, west is the directions, you guys are currently west. You entered from the west side. Uh, the docks are south um, where they connect with uh, the bay. The crystal is dead center. The city was built around the crystal. Uh, the dragon's breath is on the west side of town. Uh, I ass- uh, I assume Click's parents don't live on this side of town. They would probably live closer to the Libra branch, um, which would be on the north side of town. Okay. Uh, it's your parents. They can live wherever you want them to live, actually. So it's fine if they if you think they live uh, on this side of town. It's a big city. But uh, Dragon's like, Breath... They live in like... not. Not the poor side, but like they're whatever the wealthy side is, they're not on that side. Yeah. Uh, wealthy is usually 
central center, not outer. Okay. So anything outer is kind of middle, middle, lower class. Then yeah, there. So, just put us close to the uh, the the bar, the Dragon's Breath. All right, bar. awesome. So yeah, so that's what will be towards the west, which is where you guys are. Libra headquarters north, port south. Uh, nothing super interesting that you guys know up to the east. Well, Astrid, uh, fuck, I don't want to leave you now, but you got your job. Do it well. Do it right. Make our family proud. We know you will. We've got our own job to do. We need to go into the city, find our family, and find that scout, that scouting group. Well, y'all be safe. Uh, I'll come back here if you need to. I don't know how much of the city is safe, but we'll, we can hold out here for a while. All right, stay strong. And yeah, she gives you another kind of like a goodbye hug, and uh, you guys are kind of free to do what you wish. Say so it hurts to let go at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming we we need to go to the Dragon's Breath, and then I gotta get I gotta at least stop by my mom's house. Well, like, oh yeah, once we're gonna make our way through town, uh, pick up stragglers along the way, swing by the Dragon's Breath, swing by your mama's house, whatever is first. We're going to get our folks. Where, Where's the desk? Like, I know where we need to go, but where are we trying to end up? Because could we hole up in the Dragon's Breath? Well, we got to check on the crystal. Yeah, we need to find that scouting group. I How say, about... Does... Carl. Yeah? Can I borrow your personal crystal to go check on my mother? And if she's there, I'll bring her to the Dragon's Breath and meet y'all there? How about I just... I'll go to the yeah, Dragon's Breath. I'll go with you. Yeah, I'll no. go to the Dragon's Breath. We'll swim okay. by your mama's first, because I'm yeah, going to tell might, you... Mama, we might need to take them to the Dragon's Breath yeah. if it's safe yeah. there. Yeah, mom, let me tell you, Mama and Finn, if if there's anywhere that's safe that's not this camp, it's the Dragon's Breath. They're going to be holding out and fighting with tooth and nail. So we'll swing by your, your families first, pick them up, get them to the Dragon's Breath regroup, and then if we can bring them back to camp, get them to safety, we'll do that before searching for the scouts. If we need to all go as a group for the scouts, we'll do that. Yeah, I think we're stronger together at this point. Absolutely. It, if the city's crawling with Miss Beast, if we split up, we are fucked. You lead the way, quick click. All right, yeah. So I start I start leading the way. Uh, awesome. Yeah, you guys know this terrain. It's harder to traverse given the misted nature of this place. Uh, you do have your projection crystals still. Uh, how are we proceeding? Are we stealthing? Are we... Uh, going as fast as we can. Uh, I mean, w- what's the like? What's the terrain look like? Are there misbeasts everywhere? Or? Um, I guess you don't really know, but you know that there's misbeasts in the city. Yeah, I say we stealth. Yeah, I, mean, we I, I, I don't think we have a choice. Yeah, yeah. We can't just fight our way through the city. So, stealth towards a uh, towards the bait residence. Okay, uh, yeah, give me a group stealth check. If you guys want to try anything funky to give yourself like a little bit of help. How about a funky nat 20? That's pretty funky. That's yeah, I got a 19. Me. Oh, we good. We good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a 17. Yeah. Jeez. I'm not going to say what I got. for you. <laughs> <laughs> you're too distraught. You're just, you're just walking. Yeah, I got a seven. <laughs> it's, yep, you're made up for the, by the rest of the group. So, you guys are stealthing through this city. Uh, Click, you're leading the way, and 
You've never imagined that the city could look so different while staying the same. Uh, there are, uh, you hear just like jackaling laughter and breaches and cries uh, just echoing throughout alleys and buildings. There's bodies on the ground around you. Narrowly, all of you just like step into an alley as just a pack of mist wolves just run by. You hear someone scream from the other side, whatever they were hunting. Um, and there's nothing you can really do to help. It takes the better part of a full hour to like stealth your way um, without being seen. But you do manage to make it all the way to the Bates res- residence. Yeah, so we we arrive and it, it looks like it looks like a cookie cutter house. Like there's no originality is not the right word, but the house does not have a lot of personality. Um, it's one story. It's the size of a what a human or an elf would live in height wise, which is kind of surprising considering like they're goblins. Uh, but I think Click would. He wouldn't try to like kick the door down, but he's not. He's not knocking. He is. He is trying to get in as fast as possible. Um, yeah, you rush in. Uh, give me a uh, perception check. All of us. Really uh, just Click. Gonna, okay. He just entered the room. Nineteen. Nice. Uh, you rush into the room. You look around. You see that there's like. It looks like someone was quickly like just grabbing everything that they could um, but the room is empty uh, with a 19 you see on the table the kitchen table like directly in front of you is a uh, small business card like uh, piece of paper uh, you see like on this business card is a uh, just a circle it's a golden circle and a uh, V in the center and you know this is like a basically a, a Librian calling card. Okay, I I go pick it up. Okay, is there any like is it a, is it a is it code for something that I know what it is, or is it like going to have like or is it just the symbol is just a, li- a Libra thing? It's it's just like the symbol of Libra. Okay, and there's no other writing on it or anything. No, click uh, what you would know that like uh, Libra takes care of its own. They just okay. left okay. this behind okay. basically in case someone showed up like that was related to them to know that like whoever was here was probably in their care. Okay. Hey click, you find anything? Uh yeah, good news my my mom's fine. We can we can go to the dragon's breath. We're good. Uh are we sure? I mean, do we need to search? Right, we can try and track them. Nope, she's with she's with my people. If you say so, all right. Uh let's get moving. And yeah, I'll just start leading the group back out toward and towards the dragon's uh, dragon's breath. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, it's not like you said; it's not very far from here. Uh, you've already have a good stealth roll, so you can just kind of work your way there. It still takes a little bit of time to maintain your stealth and to not run into any missed patrols, um, which is more just like hunting packs. Uh, but you do manage to like round the corner. Um, where just if you once you round this bend, you'll like see the dragon's breath. All right. I'll- yeah, at this point, I think Barry's picking up the pace a bit. He wants to get there and make sure everybody's okay. Uh, yeah, so you do 
around the bend with the group, um, you see that the dragon's breath has been fully barricaded. Like they have, uh, y'all had a pool table in there. It's literally like nailed up against the front door. Uh, <laughs> is the, a is a dragonborn pool table? Is it like is it is it larger than a normal size pool table? That's a great question. I, actually, I feel like dragonborn just. Uh, I guess think Texas and everything's bigger in Texas. So yes. <laughs> so yes. They yes. invented pool. So yes. it's just their size table. Oh yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's big and all the balls are stylized to have little scales on them. Love it. Uh, Seems like s- it would make it tougher to roll. Yeah. It would. <laughs> oh, it's it just like, paint it. It's, it's, it's still a perfectly spherical ball. <laughs> it's just instead of painting solid green stripes, Little, little scales painted on. Are the balls I'm, bigger? I'm so Always. uncomfortable with this conversation. <laughs> I got big green giant balls. Dragon balls. Actually, Barry... Wait, that's a thing. <laughs> Barry's a uh, little preferable to the giant blue balls. Mm. So giant there's a pool table balls. barricading the door. <laughs> I'm sorry Is to that say where that... we're at? I'm sorry to say that I can't take that back. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, well, so, okay. Seeing this, Barry's going to go around to just like a side entrance, see if we can get in through that less barricaded. Uh, yes. The, uh, you see that uh, the back door is, uh, you have to like hop a fence and it's like in a, sm- a tight alley. Uh, so you, they, you assume that they kind of, maybe you can get in from the back. Uh, all the windows have been barricaded with like tables nailed to the walls. Uh, you do uh, hear some clamoring from the inside. So there's for sure someone in there. Uh, but the whole party, you guys managed to sneak around to the back door in the tiny alley. All right. Uh, yeah, once we get around to the back door, uh, I'm going to try and open it up. Uh, I'm assuming it's probably locked. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it, it's locked. Uh, you jiggle the handle. Uh, then I knock on the door and just call out, Hey, Mama Finn, it's me. You hear, like, muffled talking and the door is just like rattling and uh the it takes a minute for the whole door to open uh you hear like nails being pulled out and stuff stuff being pushed left and right and then finally the door opens and uh your mom is in the front door give her a big old hug hold her tight don't let go (laughs) she hugs you back and just like Oh, Barry, I was so worried about you. Oh, Mama, I was worried, too. Astrid's doing a good job up on the wall, but we got to get y'all to safety. She's just, like, teary-eyed, and you see, like, Finn's behind her and, like, just grabs both of y'all and kind of pulls you in and sees the rest of the group. It's like, get in here. Come on. Yeah, we start moving in, still kind of, like, maintaining the hug, just scooching. (laughs) (laughs) Scooching. Um, (laughs) The boot scooching boogie. (laughs) Uh... As you guys, like, usher in, he, like, slams the door, like, moves some more stuff back in front of it. Uh, Doesn't nail it shut, but does move all the furniture back into it after he locks it. Hey, all right, Finn, what the fuck's happening? Uh, I I don't know. I I was working the bar, and then suddenly all this world went to shit. We got all the people that we could in here and barricaded up. We, well, you see that, like, he has a, uh, longbow on his back and uh usually what it's just like ornament or it's ornamentation for like above the bar mm-hmm. and he like fully has it out ready to fight you see that the rest of the patrons are all like sitting around with like chair legs and just any type of uh weapon they could get their hands on to defend themselves does nobody have 
crystals in this bar? Like, is there is it not even like a personal crystal or anything, or is it just the ones that the Dragonborns have uh, and Carl's? Uh, there is no protection crystal in here. Okay, there is now. Yeah, there is now, now there too. There wasn't before. Uh, there wasn't before. Okay. Uh, you can see, like, as you were coming up to this thing, uh, they there's like wood has been shredded from like something trying to dig into the bar. Uh, the patrons look like sweaty. You see, there's like bandages on a lot of them for blood. Uh, it looks like there would be something. There would have had more Miss Beast outside, but you did hear that something was. You did hear that they were chasing someone else earlier and they must have kind of been led away um, which was good timing for your stealth roll uh, but uh, as you guys enter in with your protection crystal uh, give me a perception check that is a 22 21 6 <laughs> 6 <laughs> really? What? Yeah. nice yeah. Oh, well, we win <laughs> Uh, uh, well, the Yahtzee. <laughs> the twenties. Uh, you guys do note that there was no projection crystal in here, and as your bubble kind of encompasses the entire bar, you can, if you stare hard enough, you can actually see the mist leaving uh, these people's bodies. Like they were uh, had spent four hours unprotected in the mist, or a certain amount of hours, and you can now see it like wisp out of their body, almost like. Uh, stepping out a hot tub on a cold day. Um, but it's just this dark, almost black-purple mist exiting them. Does it affect them? Like, I, I know that we can visually see the mist leaving, but I remember you saying that uh, if somebody who spent time in the mist enters a protected area, there are side effects. Are there any of those side effects, or has it not been long enough? Uh, it has not been long enough. They okay. probably do feel like it. the side effects will pass in, like, minutes. Gotcha. Like, it doesn't, cool. It's not, like, crippling or anything. Cool. Well, all right. Well, we've got two crystals on us. We need to get y'all back to the camp at the gate. There's They've arranged as many personal protection crystals as they can find. Astrid's leading the wall guard. She's going to need your support, Finn. Anybody else who can fight, they'll get you get your weapon in hand. we got to protect our city. The four of us need to go back out into it. So we got to get you back. It's like, ah. I, I don't know how much longer we'd be safe here anyway. I, I, I think we can travel. Some of us uh, are injured, so it might not be quick going. Uh, that's fine. We'll take our time. Click uh, side of show might have to walk because I think we're going to have to carry some folks. Oh, no, I I totally understand that. Um, I, I do want to do something in the, like, slight protection we have. Like, this is a quick breath that we're having. Sidus, in that sneaking time that we were in in the town, I think Sidus begins to try to connect some dots because that's how his brain works. Uh, and he stops Barry real quick before we leave. And he says, um, Barry, was there any... Did y'all have any warning that something like this could happen or would happen? Because I'm... This book, I'm telling you, it's important. And... Vesthelm is so close in vicinity to where I we were supposed to go with this book. It, could there? I know it sounds. I know it sounds crazy, man. That maybe they're looking for for this. Maybe they're. I have no idea. But 
Well, who maybe would, there's who some would they court- be? The Mist Beast. I, I don't know. I've never seen these kind of things I before. I don't think. I think you're giving them too much credit. They're just animals. Yeah, they're just dumb animals, and the second they see something they can eat and get their next meal from, they're gonna try. But it, something had to have. Yeah, something had to had happen, to have happened. How, yeah. how would we have any warning? I think the animals are uh, uh, results of whatever happened. They're not like part of it. <sighs> yeah, I just. I don't know. I've not read the books you have. If there's something useful in there, tuck it away. But right now, we need to get these folks to safety and find a right. scout crew. You're right. You're right. And he closes his book and shelves that one. All right. Uh, is everybody ready? Uh, who needs help getting around? And I'll like pick out somebody who's badly injured and kind of like toss them over my shoulder. I'll actually put Josh on Sidus's shoulder to I'll free up the Sidus other shoulder. Or Josh. Josh. Not me. <laughs> Can't carry myself. You're carrying yourself. That's I'm wild. carrying my own baggage, but <laughs> carry my own weight. That's, just that's called, a little different. I think it's just called walking. Yeah. <laughs> He's not used to it. Uh, anyone here proficient in medicine? No. no. I, I am. Uh, anyone who can help with that, if you're proficient, uh, there are some people who need like crutches or can't, shouldn't walk. Can you give me a uh, medicine check just to kind of attempt to be useful? Absolutely. Let me be useful at least somehow. Ooh, that is a 20. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, so you uh, kind of, you know medicine from like just basically anatomy. Like yeah, you know you have the, the You have it in your brain. You just don't have it in practice. Um, but you do see that like there's a guy with who's looks like he, you know he broke his leg and he can't walk on it. And you know like from your medical textbooks that you can like make a splint. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take... Uh, some pieces of uh, wood and furniture that you can see and kind of make manage to uh, get him a splint to walk on. Awesome. Uh, and you also kind of point at like two people who you think are bleeding internally. You're like, they they can't walk. You need to get them a uh, something to carry them on. Um, guys, uh, these two individuals right here, they they cannot walk. So you're either going to need to find a way to make some sort of, you, you could use that table, put them on top of and just carry them like that, some sort of stretcher, find a way to throw them on your back, but they, they're they not why, doing great. Why don't you uh, use the pool table? That might well, be heavy, man. And it doesn't have wheels, kind of by design. Uh, I mean, if there's only two of them, Carl, you and I throw them on our backs and bug it to the camp. Do they need to be kept flat? They do. Yes, um, that's the. I think that might be the problem. Sidus goes up to their to them and actually like really examines them and says, "Yeah, they they've got some internal bleeding. It, it, we do need to carry them flat. Yeah, fi- we need to find a stretcher. Probably that table. Like that might just be the easiest thing." All right. Uh, yeah, Carl Finn. Let's start breaking down tables. Uh, I don't know. Can we? Uh, yeah, I guess. Click, can you find click size, maybe some cloths? Some yes, I'm on curtains, it. make the stretcher and t- yeah, I got some you. tourniquets. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, group effort. You guys spend 10, 15 minutes like getting these people ready for transport, um, which is going to greatly increase their chance of survival. Awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, all right. If we're all good to go now. Uh, uh, well, did we make one big stretcher to carry both? Or we got two each or? Uh, I assumed you made two. Okay. And there, there are like some healthy dragonborn yeah. here who can also help you carry the tourniquets. So, all right, Finn, you're with me. Uh, Amron, you're with Carl. 
we got to get to the uh, get these folks to safety. Your stretcher, Barry, you feel is exactly ten pounds lighter as I my telekinetic powers comes up under it just to help you a little bit. Oh hell yeah, awesome. Okay, you guys, uh, they rip the pool table down. It looks like the Miss Beast aren't coming back now that everyone's currently kind of hidden in a protection. Uh, but they do manage to kick down the pool table. All of you kind of usher outside. People are like looking very timidly. Most, a lot of them didn't want to leave. Finn had to like throw them out of the bar the same way he does at night when they get drunk too much. Uh, <laughs> and you guys are all heading back towards camp. Uh, we're going to need some kind of... Uh, well, what we'll do is I'll let you guys kind of choose something to do to help this go faster or be stealthy. And this will kind mm. of determine how much trouble you're going to get into. So okay. if you guys want to be creative, you can. Otherwise, survival checks, stealth checks, uh, anything that can kind of, you can prove to me is helpful for this journey. Um, well, I guess as far as the marching orders, uh, we were talking, uh, me and Finn will be at the front with the first stretcher. Um, and I want to, I guess, check the tracks around me, see which direction the beasts are, have been going, how many are have been around uh roll survival yeah yeah give me a survival check all right that's going to be a big fat 18 uh awesome yeah you uh kind of look around to see if you can figure out the patterns this this hunting pack travels uh you know that there's uh, looks like the pack that's been running around here is about four uh one of them looks to be significantly bigger than the rest um and given your 18 roll, you kind of know the route you probably should take to most likely avoid them. All right, everybody, there's about four of these nasty fuckers around here. So keep an eye out, keep your heads on the swivel, and uh, follow me. And I'll, uh, I'll protect the, the Aria here, give us a little more coverage with my crystal in the back and his in the front. I'll, uh, I'll stick toward the front, too. I'll check out to make sure there's no, like, uh, things that we traps or things that like we could step on that would like make noise that would alert uh, the beast the miss beast where we are cool uh, Sidus is going to like a traveling nurse try to uh, not keep up the vitals but just make sure that these two people are still breathing while they're on their stretchers uh, cool uh, let's go with click give me either a stealth or a perception check either to be close enough that you can see it or perceptive enough to find it. Uh, Sidus, give me a medicine check. A 14 stealth check. Okay. I got a nat 20. Oh my gosh. Nice. Sidus is coming into its element here. Yes. <laughs> that's two, I think that's like two 20 plus rolls on medicine in a yep. row. Uh, yeah, you uh, play the traveling uh, nurse and just stabilize. You actually like get a little bit of your professor spunk back and like someone r rattles one of the uh stretchers and you're like hey guys stop stop shaking the stretchers stop it fully in control of like the uh, uh medical aspect of this caravan caravan that is it uh <laughs> of this caravan uh and, yeah, yes and, doctor i'm sorry i rattled them i won't do it again yeah <laughs> uh, and carl what you're kind of just protecting the the rear uh we'll say that's like either an athletics or a stealth just to kind of keep your crew safe. Uh, yeah, we'll do, I'll do a stealth roll. Uh, 
that's going to be a 18. Wow, those are really yeah. good rolls. Uh, it came clutch in the moment we needed it most. Yeah. <laughs> those are really good rolls. Uh, so your caravan moves forward. Uh, you have the path you need to take from Barry. A click, you're making sure there's nothing obvious that's going to make a bunch of racket. You're like pushing up collapsed furniture and other stuff that's been thrown out in the street, just silently getting it out of the way so that your caravan can pass through. Uh, Sidus, you're making sure all of the people who are being transferred are medically okay. And Carl, you're bringing up the rear and just like keeping your head on a swivel, making sure everything's okay. It still takes a long time. Um, with this many people trying to keep them quiet, taking full breaks, uh, in alleys with as many people just to make sure that the uh, patrols of hunting packs don't find you. Um, but you do manage to make it after a truly exhausting uh, two-hour trek. Um, your ner Everyone's nerves are on absolute end. Sweat's pouring down your bodies despite how cold it is. Um, just for perspective, like if, it, if this wasn't misted and we weren't like, skulking through alleys and stuff, how long would this trek have normally taken? Like 20 minutes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, no. But you guys did manage to make it through there almost and completely undetected. Awesome. Uh, and I say almost because... Oh, no. uh, oh, shit. You said we were there. You, I think I heard it. You can't take it back. No take back, Susie. <laughs> you are there at the base of the wall. Hey, everybody, look. We made it there safely. <laughs> hey, Ast Astrid, how are we doing? <laughs> we won! Oh, my God. The crystal turns back on. <laughs> yep, everything's okay now. You guys are great narrators. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you all so much for listening to episode three, the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> Season two starts in two weeks. <laughs> wow, you're, all of your characters get eaten by dragons. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, just... fuck, guys. I hadn't even thought of the possibility of a Mr. Dragon. Oh. You, you wouldn't want to. But as you guys arrive at the base of the wall, you can't evade uh, this hunting pack forever. It. It's been stalking, looking for you. You've done your best to evade it. You've managed to make it all the way to the wall guard where maybe you can have some, some support. But Carl, as you're in the back, keeping an eye out for prey, you hear what sounds like just a large creature's footstep. There's somebody someone coming. And you like, uh, have you been carrying a stretcher? Uh, no, I think those are at the front. No, no, uh, me and Finn had one, you and Amron had the other. Oh, okay, okay, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, but kind of like you uh, hold your stretcher with one hand and, like, reach back for your hammer uh, in time to see, rounding the corner, just a horse-sized mist wolf, the same as you fought before. This one is scarred. It's missing fur on half of its face from where something had, like, torn it off from a long time ago. And the same, like, three-legged front um, full of sharp claws. And it rounds the corner and begins snarling at you. Armor up, boys. we got company. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex. I brought company. What's up? This time. 
uh, to the little outros that we do. Thank you so much for listening to episode three. Uh, episode four, when's it coming out again, Chase? That's going to be June 22nd. Okay, sweet. So that's that's coming up around the corner. Maybe some special things uh, coming up soon. We'll see what happens. Uh, we got, it's episode three. So there's three things that we need you to do. First and foremost, most important thing, tell them, Chase. Tell a friend. Please do, man. Share it with somebody. Share it with somebody. If you like what we're doing over here at Nano, tell somebody. We are desperate for the external validation. <laughs> literally desperate. Uh, Chase, is, Chase is literally on his hands and knees at the moment. At this moment, I'm on my hands and knees begging <laughs> you. Tell a friend. Get them to listen. Get them to follow us. Please. Yeah. Hey, because the more people that know about it, the more people that can join in. Secondly, second most important thing I need you to do. Like this one. And well, what's it called, bro? Rating. Yeah, <laughs> man. I don't even know. Go into your podcatcher. Yeah, Chase Apple. needs to do these, man. Oh, here we go. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can rate us. Just go ahead and drop us five stars if you don't mind. Yeah, that would be clutch as fuck. Third thing. If you've come this far, why don't you go ahead and follow us on our social medias? Now, Chase, you, you're kind of the social media guru. Tell us where we can find Nano. You can find Nano on Twitter at NanoDND. That is the letter N in the middle of the two Ds. So NanoDND. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at NotAnotherNat1. And if you feel like joining in on the fun in the community, go check our link tree and both of those bios and join our Discord server. Yeah, that Discord server is dope as fuck, man. It's turning into a nice little community. Bro, I love it. Just chatting with everybody. It is such a good time in there. Yeah, it's a lot of people that definitely everybody in there is part of the Nano family, but... You know, we've got people talking about different tabletop games, dropping memes, like it's just pictures it, of their pets. Yeah. What man. more could you want? <laughs> it, it it doesn't get better than the Discord and we uh we will have done our first giveaway, right? Yep, yep. It's uh the winners announced the day this is dropped. Yeah, so that if you're listening now, might have missed it, and that's okay. We our next giveaway will be through Twitter. That's kind of what you're saying, Chase, right? We got something in the works, and you will hear the announcement sometime soon. Yeah, so just be listening out uh, for things like that. Uh, I I do a lot of the music uh, on on the podcast, but there are I do get some help, and everything that is not mine is listed in the description down below. Uh, I I truly think that you need to check out Tabletop Audio. Uh, if you're a not D- a sponsor, uh, not a sponsor, man, but I'm, I, I love it. I, I, I use it. I used it when I was DMing curse of Strahd, man. There there's just in incredible our personal stuff. campaigns. Yeah. In our personal campaigns is something you can throw in there. All right. And <laughs> just quick little shout out to a, a friend of the podcast. Uh, once you finish listening to this episode, you got some time to kill. You just need that content in your life. Uh, go check out my friend Zandra. She does a Twitch stream, so check it out at twitch.tv slash complicated as F-U-K. It's clutch. It's a cool place. Yeah, and uh, if you're lucky, you might catch me on the stream too. I join in from time to time. So until next time. Chase, you can't. You can't end like that, <laughs> dog. 
Yeah, the blooper comes in now. It does. By the way, listen, listen, there's a blooper right now, right now. Like, listen to that. And until next time, Chase, stay icy. I, I don't know. It's, oh boy. <laughs> that wasn't it. Uh, howdy. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, are we recording? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're still rolling. Just pick uh, it up. Oof.